0: It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession
2: of with full custodial rights.
1: rights. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to Solo Rep number 38 here in the Talking In Bits podcast. And it has been a crazy year so far for me, my people. But welcome back. This is where I get to slow it down. This is when I get to speak just to y'all. This is when I don't have to focus on anything else that I got going on. But speaking to my tribe, my people, those that have supported supported me, you know, supported the show, I should say, because I support myself. <laughs> but I uh, supported the show because this is a fully audience funded show. And every single day it becomes harder and harder to keep up the fight of keeping this show ad and sponsor free. And I want to be perfectly transparent with y'all. I get the offers. Right? I've gotten people to reach out I've gotten people to give me ideas That they want to include in the show And what they want to do And I always, always pump the brakes on that I always end those conversations really fast It's not for some virtuoso thing It's not because I feel that my product is You know, it, it, it can't function well on ads Or anything like that It's because I really want to stick to my guns And the best information that's out there And the best Products that are out there are ones that are not defined by the value that the creator creates. It's defined by the people. It's defined by you, what you get out of it. Do you get something great out of Talking a Bits? Awesome. Let me know how much that is and let me know what value you decide to give. Uh, do you get nothing from Talking a Bits? Awesome. I know that because you're listening on the free platforms, the legacy platforms, and you're not providing anything. Um, You're not on Bitcoin Well then You know The same thing applies You either go to The Talking in Bits Backslash Dot com Backslash donate And you guys are sending Sats in there that way through Through the invoices Or you're not You're just listening for free And that's absolutely fine Because this show Is designed To To basically be Audience funded And Not Require the assistance Whether you guys need it or not I'm always going to be here I'm always going to up my game I feel very confident That I have one of the better products In the market If not the best In the space um, And A little bit of that is ego A little bit a little bit of that is cockiness But a little bit of that is The response that I get from y'all The fact that when Fountain ended their top You know Whatever 100 podcasts I was in the in the top 20 Talking a Bits was in the top 20 And that's a, a vote For every single one of y'all That's something that y'all made happen Now I'm here to create it I'm here to put it together I'm consistent But if you guys didn't mess with it You guys wouldn't donate the sets And that's very important to start off the show Uh, I'm going to basically read off the uh, uh, Fountain made an update Which I'm going to get to a little bit later Uh, And I'm going to see if I can see the supporters here Yeah, I could see the supporters here uh, very, uh, There's only a few here, which is g- uh, good and bad, I guess, depending on how you look at it. Let me see this to y'all, but basically, y'all, uh, I'm trying to navigate this new fountain dashboard here in the background, and although I love many things about it, I hate many things about it, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. Right now, all it's showing me here is uh, this: uh, the supporters, Dirty Jersey Whore. I appreciate you with, that, with the biggest boost, the biggest support that I've gotten uh, all week. Um, this looks like Bubba, uh, although Bubba, I don't know if you actually... Put the user stats in there, but either way, uh, it, it has your at as user, blah, 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 blah. I thought you used to have a fountain name. You might want to fix that, brother, if you're listening, but I appreciate you, Bubba. Always coming in, always showing love, always out there on these streets, on these roads, trying to get the consumers and the people what they need. Uh, Absurdient, I appreciate you. Owen Lewis, I think you're a new new listener. Hey, welcome! I appreciate you. I appreciate the sets, uh, and appreciate the value for Value as they just expressed. And Patar is a long time listener. Patar has been rolling with not only value for Value, Patar is an OG of value for Value, but with Talking a Bits, he had you know he adopted us putting putting Talking a Bits inside of his listener circuit for what seems to be forever now. So I appreciate you, Patar, every time you pop in, um, and I think you're actually gonna get something out of this episode because. Uh, I remember when I talked about Pomp before, you seemed to enjoy that conversation. So I appreciate y'all. Those are the ones that I have. I want to be transparent from the very top of the show. Um, I see bigger and better things for talking in bits. What do I mean by that? What does Jose mean by that? Well, if you were listening to the show, uh, if you have been listening to the show, Uh, back in December, I basically, towards the new year, basically made the announcement that, you know, what I thought I had figured out, which is this is where I'm going to be at. uh, And not only this is where I'm going to be at, but, um, you know, this is the flow of the show. I'm going to get away from interviews. I'm going to start doing more solo rips. And I did get some boosters to say we love the solo rips, and the solo rips are definitely not going to go away. But not to make the same mistake twice, I just want to let y'all know that I'm working hard on restructuring the show. Why? Because I personally don't think that talking in bits is where it needs to be, and I don't think talking in bits is going where I want it to go. That has nothing to do with y'all, by the way. That has everything to do with me. Um, for those of you, for those of you that know me outside of talking in bits, or just know me in person, or anything like that, you guys know that since last September, I've been I started my own media company called Spotlight Coalition. Um, and the good news is that Spotlight Coalition is, is working very well. Some of your favorite podcasters that you may, may or may not know, uh, I'm the person behind that. I'm the person behind the audio. I'm the person behind the video. Basically, give them a little bit of talking in bits dust, <laughs> is what I call it, this high, high, you know, and that's good because I have a lot of goals that I want to achieve, and, and that's aligning with that. The problem with all that is, is as we all know, as human beings, where where um where time is is thin right where, where bandwidth is, is an issue and talking in bits to do it in the interview version and do it in the solo rip version was a lot of time consuming thing i feel i'm going to get back to that right i really love the interviews i think the interviews are very important for bitcoin i think the interviews are very important selfishly for me cuz i learn a lot and i think that the show actually Evolved better When I was actually getting You know Guests in here To speak about What they're working on Or speak about Their knowledge Or expertise And now You know Because I like to I like to like Listen to talking in bits Just as much as you do Like I like to check My own work Now I'm starting to think That the solo rips Are just a little bit One sided And I want to fix that I love solo rips We're about to get into A really good one here As soon as I'm done Yapping about this transparency But I always want to Let y'all know How I feel directly I don't want you to see the quality suffer or I don't want you to hear it from somebody else. And talking a bits is my baby. Talking a bits is something if you've been listening since since day one, when I had the co-host um, and, and I went through that whole thing, the first 50 odd episodes and the transition that I had to take to now focus on guests. And then the solo reps were introduced. So talking a bits is growing. Right. And, and, and it, and it was, it's my baby. It's something that I've worked very hard for. Um, so I'm going to, do y'all the justice, the listeners who spare me their time. And I'm going to do myself the justice and I'm going to balance better. And we're going to make sure talking a bits continues the road that it was doing and continues to go, you know, in the direction that I wanted to go to while still being free, right? While still being audience funded. Uh, And that's going to take work on my end, but I also want spotlight coalition to grow because spotlight coalition aligns with a lot of the goals that I've designed for myself. And uh, just wanted to start the show off with that. And now we get into the business. We get into the business. We're gonna dissect this pop video. Oh, my favorite. We're gonna dissect these charlatan videos here. We got pop and pop, 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 a pop, a pop, is the biggest charlatan I've ever seen. So, a little bit of my background for the first time listeners or the newer listeners. Uh, when I came into the space, Pomp was like the king of the kings, right? Of the, of the influencers, I should say. Pomp was the one that was telling everybody, yo, go Bob son. Yo, this and this and that, son. And, 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 and you could do, you know, get yields, son. And my company does this, yo. And, 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 influencing and, and doing what he do. Him and, um, there's a few of the motherfuckers, but, uh, him and Jay Williams were two dudes that try to hide behind this, like, this is who I really am. This is not an influencer thing. This is what I really believe, yo, and, and, and if you don't like it, you just broke, or you just this, or you just... So uh, they, they have massive followings. They still have massive followings, but what pure Bitcoin has learned over time is these are the dudes that you follow if you want to get wrecked, right? So I've had a bunch of episodes here where I've talked about how I hate their madness, I hate their... Bully. I, I hate that they can influence people to do bad shit. And I hate that they can get rug pulled, uh, get people rug pulled and continue to go about their business like if shit never happened. I, I really can't stand that. It, it actually boils my blood. But, you know, as most of us in the position of life, we can't really do much about that. The internet's going to internet. The people are going to do what they're going to do. And sometimes people have to touch the stove to get burned. So uh, Pomp. BlockFi got destroyed. All his sponsors basically got destroyed. Uh, maybe not all of them, but the majority of the big ones, especially the ones that he vouched heavily for. And y'all could go do your own research and look up for all the tweet stamps, for all the bullshit that he's ever promoted and all the bullshit that he's ever pushed. And uh, it's 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 documented very, uh, <laughs> very exquisite. So this is another thing that bores my blood. So the foundation that, Dudes that are opposite of Pomp, dudes like me, right? The dudes that do it the right way, the dudes that do it the hard way, the dudes that analyzed, you know, built on top of uh, Adam uh, uh you know, what he's, the work that he's been doing and the value for value. Um, now he's going to change his mind, right? And he's going to get away with it. And I'll let you know what I mean after we dissect this video. So let's listen to Pomp's uh, shitty ass apology video, may I add, and, and, you, you, I don't know if you guys can see this video I'm going to leave the a link in the show notes um, I don't even know if in the post that I can even put up this video Without getting pulled from YouTube Or anything like that I don't know the rules or all that But we're at least going to listen to this video. what's going least, on the reason I uh, I've got an see announcement the video for uh, 2023 So I forgot to just jump on
0: but Let's go uh, Do a quick video I'm not exactly sure how long uh, These videos are allowed to be But uh, we'll find out together uh, oh, So as yeah, many of you know Back in uh, 2017 Exactly five years ago to the month uh, I started creating content on the internet uh, the general idea was put ideas out there, um, get feedback, uh, learn, meet a bunch of people. Uh, that's exactly what I've done. I uh, started tweeting. I think I had like 2,000 followers, uh, so pretty insane to see kind of where uh, where we've come. Okay. Uh, then started writing the newsletter, doing the podcast, uh, eventually on YouTube. Uh, we now reach millions and millions of people around the yeah. world. Um, and sure, you know, myself and the team worked pretty hard, uh, but I think we're shocked as to how big this all got uh, and how many people oh, we able to reach it. every single month. On top of that, uh, there's been an incredible benefit. I've been able to travel around the world. I've met extraordinary people in Mm. every area uh, of the world. Uh, I've been able to raise quite a bit of money um, for some great causes, uh, help thousands. I want
1: to stop right here real quick. So this dude starts an apology video by basically Strutting his stuff, or 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 tooting his own horn, or or letting us know everything that he's done and all the successes that he's done—is that supposed to be a warm up? Because my first thought is is, and I'm I'm not doubting that he hasn't worked and that he hasn't done his own fair share of, of hustle. I'm not I'm not doubting that his team does anything. But what I'm curious about is and hearing that is is how much of that that you just said there, how much of your growth, how much of that traveling around the world and people you meet was built or structured on the back of the normal person, on the money of the person that you tried to show to uh, and successfully won over. Um, And if I'm really honest with myself, I probably
0: learned more in the last five years than in the first 30, uh, which is uh, is pretty personally rewarding. Um, But all those benefits didn't come uh, without a cost. There's kind of this like hidden secret cost uh, that I didn't really realize until recently. Um, And so, you know, as we were building out more and more content. I wanted to do more. I wanted to do higher quality. Anything that I do, I try to work hard at and and do uh, to the best of my ability. Uh, So I started to hire a team and in order to be able to build a team and support that team, uh, we pursued Mm -hmm. advertising as the monetization model. Um, As many of you know, when you listen to a podcast, you watch YouTube videos, there's ads, uh, companies pay, uh, and the people who are creating that content tell you about the companies that are the advertisers. Uh, And that was great. But uh, this industry is a little bit different. And so uh, one of the issues is um, while we worked with some amazing advertisers, uh, we also worked with some companies who did some pretty bad things. And what I realized over the last couple of months is uh, I was essentially renting my name and reputation out to these businesses. These are businesses that I don't control. They're businesses that.
1: You don't fucking say. Let me pause this real quick. You don't fucking say. So, wait a minute. So, all the Bitcoiners and all the people that were all up in your comments, every time you dropped some bullshit, whether it was the stupid shoes, uh, the Bitcoin pizza, all the other fucking stupid, all the people that went in there and were saying, hey, man, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you not contributing? Why are you always shilling? Why are you lying? Why are you trying to make profit? Why are you always? So, those people didn't matter at the time. But now you're going to sit here and after you made all that money, now you're going to sit here and basically say, hey, it's all good. I noticed that uh, that that comes with me selling my soul. How many motherfuckers did it take to tell you that you were selling your soul before you realized you were selling your soul? Because there was a lot of people every time you would drop one of your shows that would tell you you are a sellout, fam. Like, I I, I guess, like in my head, I can clearly see the tweets that were basically explaining to you that you are a sellout, fam. So, what, you, you didn't notice it at the time? Did You had too much money coming your way that you didn't notice that you were a sellout? You didn't notice that, that some of that stuff was uh, unethical, right? And this is the problem that I have with dudes and influencers that grow to his size. They always want to cape away from, you know, they, they, they always want to say that, oh, no. in retrospect, and, well, listen, if you just pay attention to the feedback, right, Which is what I started this show saying. I started basically telling this show saying that, you know, the feedback that I get from my audience is very important to me. That's how we mold the show. That's how we fold. That's how we like kind of continue here. Now, don't get me wrong. As a creative, I have my own creativity and it's not the end all be all. But you, good sir, ignored the feedback from thousands of people. Maybe you thought they were trolling, but I don't think every single person was trolling. I think there was people giving you genuine feedback and you just continue to go that route because you made too much damn fucking money. Right? And when I was calling this out a year ago, two years ago, what people were telling me is, and even my co-host was telling me this, nah, man, you're you, you just not an entrepreneur, man. You just don't know how to make money, man. You just don't know how to make business, man. That, that he He's just, he just getting his bread. You know, he's getting his Bitcoin. And I always struggled with this because I had a show and I wanted the show to grow. And I wanted the show to, you know, but if there's one thing I've learned over time is, It's better to be the tortoise than it is to be the hare. It's better to build slow, right? It's better to get a genuine audience, right? Than it is to sell your soul, as he literally just proclaimed, to be able to get fast success. Because then you always end up like him right now. You build fast. You end up with the doofy face apologizing on the internet. Me, personally... Where Talking In Bits has come, right, without taking a single dollar that wasn't voluntarily given to the show, has come very far and has very far to go. That's why I'm hard on myself. That's why I want the show to be better. That's why I'm coming to y'all in today's rep a little bit more serious than usual and not laid back like I have been. Because I know myself, and I know that laid back, Jose, means that I'm not taking things serious. So because this is completely audience funded, I have to make sure that I come here And take this serious. Right? Not because my livelihood is depending on this. Because I love to do this. And I don't need somebody to give me a dollar to love to show up and do this. Right? Jay-Z famously once said, what you eat don't make me shit. If you're listening to this show right now and you're an ad and you, you have ads on your show or... You know, you're okay with it. That's okay. That's your style of things. But may, be ethical in all the behavior that you do. Be ethical in your actions, right? This dude was selling shit that he was invested in that was obviously going to benefit him. This dude was going against the ethos of Bitcoin, right? By telling you that you don't need your private keys, right? And now my question, and I'm going to finish this video of his is so we can move on here, is... Is is if Friday didn't go under and all those exchanges didn't go under last year, would you still be here with this doofy face apologizing to whoever the fuck still follows I mean, it, which decisions is a lot of for, people, the, uh, the
0: businesses that I don't own. So, and so uh, in some weird way, uh, my it's reputation to to my was being used uh, for them to profit. And that's just not something I'm comfortable with. Um, I think I came to the conclusion that my reputation uh, is not for sale. Um, and so oh, no, starting you know, out in 2023, I'm taking all advertisers off the audio podcast uh, and off the YouTube videos. It was for sale. Uh, so I'm essentially blowing up the business. I'm completely destroying it, taking revenue to zero. Um, every Every single person
1: I've talked to. Oh, this guy's good. So this guy started the conversation by basically strutting his resume and strutting all the shit that he's done off the back of other people, right? Then he highlights the obvious, which everybody has been telling him and other shows, which is why are you advertising that nonsense in the Bitcoin space, right? And he did the same thing that all those other people do. All those players do. Oh, you just don't get it, bro. That's how I keep the money up, bro. Well, that's how I pay people, bro. All right, well, listen, I'm going to tell you what. I've gotten this far with quality that you guys see here and that you guys listen to. I've paid a few people to help me do a few things. And I never needed an ad sponsor, bro. Oh, but you don't have 400,000 followers, Jose. Not yet. Not yet, but going back to being the tortoise and not the hare. I don't care about 500,000 people. I care about the the main hundred. Eventually, I'll care about the main thousand, and I'll care about the main 2,000, and then I'll care about the main 10,000. But it's not in my interest nor in my creativity to give a shit about 400,000 people that only want to listen to me. Whenever I want to show them something or whenever I'm in their favor. I want the real ones to ride. I want the real ones to get this content. I want to spend this extra time during my week to edit, to shoot, to record all this for the ones that really respect me and the ones that really take my word. Everybody else could go listen to other shows, man. I don't have time for that. I'm not designing this for them. I'm designing this for you, the person that's listening here. I'm not even going to finish this because his doofiness continues. But what really pisses me off is that now he's going to make this move transition into Valley for Valley, right? Something that he didn't endorse, something that he didn't try to help build, something that, you know, he, he, he did nothing to contribute to, right? But because he has such a massive Bitcoin following, which I still don't understand. I've noticed on my Fountain app on my feed, and I don't even know why the fuck it shows up there. Fountain, why don't you figure that out? I'm seeing people throw a bunch of money over to Pomp. A, well, not a bunch of money. Well, it is. Current, uh, Bitcoin is currency, but a bunch of sats towards Pomp. Hey, welcome to value for value, man. So this dude was able to benefit off the back of most average Bitcoiners. This dude got, and this is the number that I'm interested in finding out, how many Bitcoiners that have took his advice have gotten wrecked. Right, They're never going to get their sats back. And then we, here we got people boosting this guy's sats and giving them even more money. So now he's easily going to transition. And the doofus sits here and says, oh, I'm about to blow up the business. No, you're not, because the ignorant or the naive listener is still giving you currency. You're still making money through your following. You're still monetizing the following, you doofus. Why are you lying to everybody and saying that you're blowing up your business? Nobody's going to blow up anything. You're a doofus. You're lying. You continue to lie, and now you're about to get away with it. Because as far as I've seen so far... Everybody's like, yo, welcome, pump. Welcome to what? To what we've built? The environment that 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 we've pioneered? Right? That's crazy to me. And if you're listening, it should be crazy to you. And if it's not crazy to you, then you've been manipulated and you've been fooled. And you shouldn't. This dude is a charlatan, man. He's one of the biggest ones that I've ever seen in my time in any niche or any business or any product. I've never seen nobody as sophisticated as him rug pull as many people and gotten them wrecked. Your doofy face and your dumbass uh, apology is not going to get those people back their Bitcoin that listened to you and put their life savings into your fucking shills. And this goes across the board. This goes to the McCormacks of the world. This goes to everybody. What the fuck are y'all doing? This dude has a history of, of rug-pulling everybody and leading them the wrong way, and now you're going to believe this little five-minute clip of him looking doofy in the face? Of course he's going to get rid of his advertisement because as we all know who listen to this show, Value for Value is the future. But he's going to try to frame that as is like, oh, I'm just going to do the right thing. No, you've already made millions of dollars off the back of people, and now you're going to transition and make millions of dollars off of people in this arena as well, and expose this arena. And the fucking funny shit is that the content isn't even good. I can't listen to that dude conduct a show. That's a terrible show. I'm a hater. Okay, Whatever. I know what I know, and I know what I love so much, and that's podcasting. And that doofus is not doing anything to the game. That dude is not contributing anything to the game. And I stand on that, and I die on that hill. Hey, and anybody wants to battle that, come reach out to me. Hit me in the DM, hit me in the boost, whatever you want. Stop listening to my show. I don't really care because I see right through this, and I think it's, it's, it's a damn shame that I started seeing people show him value for value and saying that he's actually providing value. I even know prominent Bitcoiners who I'm not going to name here. I got a lot of tea to spill if I want to. I know prominent Bitcoiners that talk all this Bitcoin nonsense. And whenever Pomp comes around, they stood out at attention. They gave him the time. Right? And if you're a true adamant Bitcoiner, you can't stand watching people get rug pulled. Then you won't support anybody that's gotten anybody rug pulled. And these prominent Bitcoiners that I know put all that shit to the side. Because they're fiat-minded, even though they want to say that they're not. Oh, I only did it for the audience that he has. Well, that's very fiat-ish, because a lot of pure maxi bitcoiners that have shows also have massive audiences, and you could have focused on them, but instead you gave your time to them. Give me your thoughts on this, y'all. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm full of shit. Maybe I'm making this stuff up. Maybe I, uh, I'm i not a businessman. You call it whatever you want. But what I do know is, is I sleep well at night, and I'm proud of talking a bits, and I'm proud of the people that have helped Talking in Bits get to where it's at. And I'm super proud of the audience that continues to listen. So that's all I got for that doofy in the face, dude. There's another two uh, two minutes and 50 seconds, but I'm going to spare you on that because we're going to get to other topics here. So we could keep this nice and concise here. So lightning, lightning, lightning. Lightning is what we are banking on, on being the consumer entry to Bitcoin. Uh, It was very hard to conduct on-chain transactions. You guys know that. And Lightning continues to innovate. So we got a few updates on Lightning. Dorsey basically brought up here that he's working on and trademark working on, because most people say that, and Jack Mauler famously says, I'm working on this and it doesn't come out for years. But this one seems like a very easy one and a no-brainer. And one that we've kind of predicted here on the show before, which is uh, Dorsey is working on integrating Bitcoin Lightning into Square Square. POS uh, terminals, so that's massive. Because, and I actually had a conversation with a previous uh, Cash App employee earlier today. Um, you know what? What Square, Block, whatever they're calling themselves nowadays, did very well is they nurtured and they took care of the uh, uh, the small business owners, right? They built products for them. They kept in touch with them. They got feedback with them. They gave them entry to banking. Right? they did a lot of things for the, the the small business owner and that's what they got their niche on that's why cash app is so big I remember the little square readers when they came out where you could actually now as a small business start accepting uh, credit cards that was big at the time my wife is a baker and she was you know we were blown away when she was able to like now use her cell phone to swipe credit cards and make payments right so they already have this infrastructure built in that's primed and ready for Bitcoin right and that's the small Uh, Business marketplace And I think I'm not going to say It's a flip of the switch But now with all the work That they've done On the Cash App With the Lightning uh, And LDK implementation I think they're ready To flip a switch on this I don't think this is going to be Much heavy lifting For them to be able to get Your favorite baker Or your favorite haircut person To be able to accept Lightning I mean that's already possible in the Cash App They can already do that But I'm talking about Like a way where I could tap my phone Or or the the little iPad that they're using or the phone that they're using is going to give a QR code and it's going to tie in all to their business and, and be able to be, get paid fiat in the background if they want it and all that good stuff. And this is huge because the same way allowing the small business owner to accept credit cards was massive for the game at the time, allowing small business owners to accept Bitcoin is massive. We all know this. This is why Oshi exists. This is why Ibex and all those other Lightning products exist. Well, now we have the company that pioneered all of that point of sale system, those POS systems, to be able to integrate Bitcoin and Lightning. And it's going to be beautiful because they usually do incredible interfaces and they have the infrastructure, they have the manpower and womanpower to be able to build this thing out and actually push this further along. So I'm super excited for that announcement. I think it's massive. I think we kind of expected this to happen, just like I've been saying, that we can expect Title to start accepting SATs. Right, uh, um, which for those of you that don't know, Title is a, a music streaming platform uh, where the artists get a bigger split. Well, guess what? The next thing, best on top of that, is value for value for those artists. Is, artists. Is. And then what we do is is we educate them on Bitcoin as we do so. Right, so these artists now and these business owners now not only can receive this but understand the value of receiving this. All the things that we know, the 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 discount. Uh, the 2.5 Visa charge that can now go back to their clients or go back to their customers, all the benefits that come with that. But also keeping it on your business's sheets, having some Bitcoins for future, being able to put it away. right? And then Block is working on a hardware wallet. And, you know, you you see it. Right? You see this thing unfolding in a consumer standpoint. Not like us, Maxis, that already have all this stuff figured out and walk around with multiple wallets, but one point. Where you can basically do everything. You can, you know, <laughs> send your favorite Heartlet or your favorite OnlyFans girl some money through Cash App. But then you could also, if you're the Heartlet <laughs> in this example, also receive Bitcoin and Lightning. Super fascinating, if you ask me. On top of that, now, and this is continuing the Lightning uh, train, Sailor um, announces. Let me pull this up here so I can read it verbatim. Uh, MicroStrategy offers Bitcoin Lightning solutions in 2023. I'm going to read a little bit about this because that's very vague. Um, uh, basically, Mike, uh, Michael Saylor shares his firm's plans to release Bitcoin Lightning powered software solutions in 2023. Uh, The Lightning Network is a layer two payment. We all know that. Business intelligence tech companies knows for its massive Bitcoin holding. I want to get to the point where we're at here. Yeah, and this is something that, you know, if you if you follow Saylor on Twitter, you've basically seen where he's going with this because he's always bashing uh, Elon, not bashing, but bringing up to Elon and bringing up to Twitter and uh, bringing up to Dorsey before that, that there should be a lightning wall uh, uh, on Twitter, right? And we he talked about it in, the, like, the verification check checkmarks. We've talked about it in a way to reduce bots and spam. Um, Noster is basically getting closer to doing this, which is being able to, like, have Lightning invoices basically built into messages as opposed to built into a button into the whole app. Um, And I think in a broader scope, obviously, we're going to think bigger here because it's Sailor. He's going to try to, you know, build Lightning as security implementations, like I just said. So imagine going to a website and instead of doing those recapture things or whatever, maybe you pay 10 sats to get into the website. And this is going to A a lightning wall It's basically going to allow Certain type of traffic To make it in And be able to block Old school um, You know Bots And and, and, and old legacy stuff Away from doing that That's going to be fascinating And I know people Have brought this up But nobody Has brought this up That has enough That has the power And the engineering prowess That Michael Saylor does And I think this is going to be Really fun to watch. I meant, you know, I I wasn't purposely doing so, but I have a wolf shirt on right now, which is a lightning incubator. Um, Yeah, man, the the big dogs are stepping into lightning. The big dogs are putting the money in lightning and the developers are now flourishing, right? They're getting funding. They're getting uh, uh, all the tools that they need in order to build out this future. So we think about you know, lightning in the in what I was talking about in the in the uh, block example, which is paying for stuff. But what if we use it as a security feature? What if we use it to block certain things? What if we use it as a literal wall? Whatever that wall is used for is up to the user to be able to stop certain software from doing certain things, et cetera, et cetera. I think that'd be fascinating. I think uh, any business owner that's ever had a website has to deal with spam mail. Right? It has to deal with like these bots saying, "Hey, I'm such and such from whatever, want to you know lick my butt." <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten that one, but you guys get it. It's like these weird messages that come through and that could all be stopped if that bot had to pay some sats in order to get to your inbox, right? And, you know, and reading this article, I think that's what I got from that. So I, I think it's very fascinating and exciting to see that play out and hopefully that plays out the way it's supposed to, but I'm just excited that in this conversation here, we could literally talk about two big, big influences in Bitcoin being able to provide the ability for us to be able to now do that do do newer things because the developers are having a hard time out here man they can only build they can't build and sell and scale they could build or they could scale or they could sell but a lot of the developers that are working on lighting are having a hard time doing all of them these guys have the power to do that all three of them and they have the the resources to do so so very exciting to see it pushed up um you know, before I even go a little bit further, don't trust Elon. Uh, uh, I'm just going to say that. I'm not going to get into Elon. Fuck Elon. Um, he does some things good and some things not. But I don't know if this is true or not. Supposedly he's thinking about like a native Twitter coin to be able to pay for things and all that. How many times are we going to tell you, fam? I and mean, he knows this. How many times are people going to tell you that that's already exist and you could just do it with Bitcoin and Lightning? Anyways, let's look. forget him. Uh, new fountain update. New fountain update. New fountain update. How do I feel? First of all, shout out to the fountain team. Um, they're always working hard. They're always pushing updates. Uh, it's still my favorite way to consume and earn sats. Right, that's you know, there's other apps. I always say it. Podcasting index backslash apps, and you can see all the list of them. Um, I'm always on my phone. I know there's browser based podcast apps. Uh, I'm always using it on my phone. So uh, Fountain for me is the go-to app, the de facto app. Um, I think since this new update, they've had a bunch of new different things. They got a, um, uh, what's that, Uh, Zebedee-Wallet integration. Uh, Most importantly, though, performance has improved. Things do load better. Things do look cleaner. The UI has gotten much cleaner. What I don't necessarily like, and this is small, picky stuff, is that they basically just turned everything into a card system. Right. So like now every section of every single part of the app is just in uh, I'm not a developer, but I believe this is called an object and it's probably a card object. So I don't know how to navigate this shit. Like right now I'm in the. Okay, I actually had to scroll down to see that, as you can see, like the earnings seem a little bit weird uh, to me. Uh, and everything is just a card, like I said So everything is just squared out And the comments are a card now So I'm just scrolling through a list of cards The podcasts are a list of cards Now you could say that that was the way it was before But at least they didn't seem like cards They were just divisions I know, very subtle difference um, But I don't know if It makes it look cleaner I don't know if cards is is the uh, uh, is the way to go here um, now I'm happy that performance has gotten better uh, Even though Gene is having a hard time on Fountain Gene, shout out to you uh, If you're having a hard time on Fountain I'm sure you're not the only one uh, giving boost and stuff like that So there's still some bugs there that need to be tinkered out And Fountain did announce that they're they're already working on some of these bugs And ready to squash it out I do also like the home screen now I like the activity Even though I'm seeing shit like pomp and stuff that I'm not supposed to be seeing I still see it there Um but I do like be basically being able to see what's hot on Fountain and all those stuff. So overall, I do like this Fountain update. I just don't know if cards everywhere is the way to go. Um, and I think eventually you're going to have to give us a light mode, dark mode. Like, I want to see what this app looks like when it's not all black and gold. I know that that's the colors. I know that says what we're used to. Um, I need to see what that looks like and 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 uh you know basically a daytime mode and not a night mode um but everything looks pretty clean in the UI i like the play buttons being on the side there the wallet is a little bit tricky there um I used to be able to, I mean, everything is just hiding behind a drop down. So what I'm about to say about like what I used to see it's still there. They didn't get rid of it. It's just now hiding behind certain places and drop downs. So overall, shout out to the Fountain team. I love to see the innovation. I love historically, even before Bitcoin, like whenever one of my favorite apps does like a really big overhaul, I'm always interested in seeing it, especially podcast players. I'm a pocket cast type of guy when it comes to legacy podcast apps. And I remember when they made their material change, when they went from what they were before to Google's material UI. And I think that's actually how it still stands to this day. Uh, And it was phenomenal. So I'm a big fan of when companies take the initiative to rebrand everything uh, and rechange everything. So this is a step in the right direction. Uh, But give me a light mode and try to not make everything so cardy. Uh, maybe they know what I'm talking about. Maybe you don't know what I'm talking about, but everything is just just a card. It just sits there. There's no... It, it, yeah, so basically you package the information, you fetch the information, and then you populate these objects called cards. Um, I'm not the best programmer, but I have a little bit of Android development experience, and that's kind of what you're doing here. So um, shout out to Foneman. Please keep it coming. It, it, it's amazing. It's fun. Um, I just... Need to get used to it. I love that the font is different now. I love that everything looks that way. But the wallet app is... I'm still getting used to it. And um, give me that daytime mode. That's all I ask on that. You guys go check it out. If you're listening to the show, stream with some sats. Boost to some sats on Fountain. If you haven't checked out Fountain, this isn't a show. It's just an easy way to get on board and check it out. Check out that new update and uh, more updates to come. Shout out to Oscar. Trying to get him on the show. I've had him on the show before, but he's a busy guy. He's grinding. He's working. Alright, last thing I got here And it has been a really long day, y'all So excuse I don't have the energy and the passion That I usually do This is a little bit more laid back, Jose uh, But, I, I, yeah, I've had a very long day And I wanted to make sure I get this solo rip in here Before the weekend for y'all um, uh, Peter Zeehan Asset. on Rogan Or Zeehan, Moon, now it's Let's just listen to this I haven't really so got much a, to say on know, this So that's probably why I saved this last It
2: has another 17000 to go down Ugh. Really? Yeah, there's no intrinsic value to this product. And do you think that people just inherently like lost faith in the idea behind crypto because of FTX? Well, and because of- it became an ideology, and whenever you invest based on an ideology, you're going to make some decisions that are a little divorced from math. And how, what do you mean by ideology? Well, the people who really like crypto are convinced that it's the currency of the future and that a decentralized ledger mm-hmm. is the way to go, and that anything that is controlled by a government entity is by definition a negative, and if it's done by the private sector, freely it will be better. And that's just not how currency works. Currency is a method of exchange and a store of value. And for that, there has to be a degree of trust and you have to have it managed in terms of volume. I mean, one of the the craziest things about Bitcoin uh, is that there will never be more than X number of units of Bitcoin. Well, by default, that means it can't be used for trade because the whole idea of economic activity is that there's expansion, which means you need more currency to lubricate and manage that expansion. If currency is locked into a specific number, you get monetary inflation, and that is one of the fastest ways to destroy.
1: All right, let me cut this guy off here, man. This is uh, this dude obviously doesn't understand what money is. He said store of value. He talked about the supply cap, but didn't correlate the fact that the reason the store value is important is because of the supply cap. I'm not him. I'm not claiming to be as smart as him. I actually listened to that whole episode, and the dude is pretty... Smart on a global level I was going to say brilliant But I don't know if any other stuff he's saying Is actually true Uh, But he obviously Missed Bitcoin Or doesn't understand Bitcoin Or hasn't talked To the right people Now there is Always a side of Most people that think That this is As he said No one And you know No value to it No reason to it But this whole episode Proves otherwise the fact that Dorsey is willing to flip the switch the fact that Saylor's working on what he needs to do the fact that I could stare right here outside in the Bitcoin Commons uh and and, and see developers working day in and day out the fact that I go across the hall town chain capital and the financial services they building are built around Bitcoin the fact that you can kill we are killing the remittance remittance industry all over the world the fact that Bitcoin has gone from this two dollar uh, zero dollars but one dollar asset all the way up to six right? The fact that even though everything financially collapsed last year, everything, I'm talking about the stock market, the, the, the exchanges, all that. And Bitcoin, Bitcoin still held at about 15 to 16 K dude. I don't know what it is that that guy needs to see or read or who he needs to talk to, but he's obviously missing the big picture here, right? That, or as I've said in this show before, he's so financially set that he doesn't have to worry about the, the 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 problems with the the world, the problems with remittance, the problems with, you know, some people having more money than others and being able to do as they please. He's obviously missing it all, right? So I don't got much to say about this dude. Honestly, before this Rogan conversation, I didn't even know who he was. He has a massive following. A lot of Bitcoiners respected him, and now they're disappointed. Boo hoo. Why you guys keep following idols? Why you guys keep putting these people up in a pedestal that are just basic human beings? right? And if this dude's thought philosophy is what triggers you, then maybe you shouldn't be in Bitcoin because we have a long fight to go. And I say this over and over and over again. A lot of motherfuckers think that they could just stack sets and that that's what's going to make the price go up and that's how we win. But the builders is how we win. The information, the clean information like this is how we win. Right. The education is how we win. The self-custody is how we win. Not by listening to this fool whose incentives are probably fiat based because he even said in that conversation with Rogan that he's working with the government. So, like, this is a bunch of fud. this is a bunch of nonsense. Unfortunately, it's a bunch of nonsense on the biggest platform of all, uh, you know, that's out there. But as I keep saying about Rogan and this Bitcoin thing, it's very weird that he seems to be so baseless on Bitcoin. I don't think that that's intentional. I think he actually has a lot of Bitcoin, and I think he's just waiting to spill the milk, right? The Spotify deal, I think, has something to do with it, right? Especially if him not adopting Value for Value or even listening to anything that Adam Carey says right, and not adopting it himself. I think it's very easy for you to wait, like, as they like to say, I'm just going to wait to see how this plays out. It's very easy for you to wait when the the problems of the fiat world don't affect you, Right? But as you go down and down that, that, that ladder, as you get closer and closer to the bottom, right, the, the desperate behavior and the, the, the search for a solution gets, gets into you. And when you f- do enough research and you try to find the solution to these problems, Bitcoin always wins. Bitcoin is always the solution to these problems. And that's what these guys don't get. So enough about him. Once again, I don't know much about him. And I'm not going to waste any time on him because he's wrong. And one day he would have to say that he's wrong Or just buy Bitcoin in the background And not tell anybody anything But somebody's going to call him out on that shit He literally just went viral for being a doofus For being a smart doofus As many people are here I appreciate you guys as always That's going to wrap up this solo rep here Solo rep 38 Do understand that I do this show for y'all And I'm going to keep improving this show for y'all Whether you give me the feedback or not this is my baby. I gotta take care of talking to bits. It's 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 what I built everything on. I appreciate y'all for sticking around for this episode, for past episodes, for future episodes. Expect more to come, right? I'm gonna get to work instead of announcing shit because that doesn't seem to work. I like to work. work always shows off here. Proof of work. That's what we're about. Catches on fountain, catches on breeze. They're just the easiest wallets to have on your phone and be able to stream sats. But there's a bunch of other ways to do so. You can donate on the website talkingtobits.com/backslash/donate. If you're fiat-minded still, you can convert. Use Strike. Use any of that stuff, or you could just listen for absolutely free, and I'll still be around. I'll still be here to give you this wisdom. Until next time, y'all. Later.